Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 217, recorded live on Saturday, August 13th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who has an interesting ringtone, Dave Pillay. And the man who has a ringtone of a ringing phone, Andy Lowe. Hi. Lame. What? How is that lame? It's lame. When somebody rings my phone, it sounds like a ringing phone. Yep. How is... That's going old school is what that is doing. No, it's going retro is what it's doing, Andy. Old school would be to actually attach a bell to your phone. See? Uh, I like it. It... Yeah, you and 800,000 other people. Who use a ringing phone as their ringtone? Yep. But, but... Whereas I go with the route of uh, using my other senses to gain information. So I'm going through and I'm starting to set different tones for different people. Ah, you see, I actually wanted to do that at one point. Yeah, it's it's very convenient because then you know who's calling without having to look at the screen. Well, no, no, not only that, but actually record my voice saying the person's name. So It's Dave! <laughs> it's Dave! Well, not that loud. Just saying, uh, David Pillay is calling. David Pillay is calling. Just something like that. Actually, the, the better thing would be to have the other person record it. It's Dave. It's Dave, Andy. It's Dave. Pick up your damn phone. Andy, it's about the podcast. Oh, pick up the damn phone. You call me other times not about the podcast. I do, and I expect that number, that, that rate of call shall actually increase shortly. What's really funny, though, is now that I've got you on recording saying that, I actually could take that <laughs> and transfer it to my phone and set it as the ringtone for Dave. Go for it. I'm, <sighs> at one point, like, I had you as the, the Top Gear theme. Yes, I remember that. I just knew. Hey, it's Andy. What's really funny was um, Kate is using my old phone because yeah. we actually had the same model. And her phone, battery, and screen, and everything started to go, so I gave her mine. And so one time, um, the phone rang, and she, I couldn't figure it out, but it was my old ringtone, because I had the uh, Futurama theme, which timed out perfectly for the length of a ring. Yep. So I knew how much time I had left by how much was left of the theme song. And it was... Hey, 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 my phone's on silent after I did the one ringtone. Mine's technically on silent, too. It's just the media volume is still on. Oh, snap. My ringer's silent. Yeah, so is mine. But anyways, yeah. So, ringtones. Yeah. That said, the reason why my ringtone is such an awesome song as the Dr. Mario fe- Fever theme, which is what it is, uh, is because my phone is... is crapping out. What? So I, I had to reboot and reflash, and yeah. Why is your phone crapping out? If you, I think I told you this, if you look on the side of your phone in the power area, yeah. you plug the USB in, there's a little plastic piece holding those five uh, prongs in place. You snapped the plastic piece I in the center? I didn't snap it. It just fell out. Man, Dave, you and... I'm sorry, but you and electronics, it's... I know. It's power issues. It's not even electronics. It's just power. Anytime I have something that's powered, the connection dies. Laptops, desktops, phones, you name it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, just curious, the, um, the, the reason we brought up the ringtones was because Dave had the Dr. Mario Fever theme song on his theme music as his ringtone, and I thought it was the Hammer Brothers song. Silly Andy. 
which I just curiously completely different. <laughs> I uh, I randomly uh, googled Doctor Mario versus Hammer Brothers, and there's a link on for uh, OC Remix. Yeah. Um, I always felt these two sources sound extremely similar, despite being by different composers. They are different composers, according to somebody on OC Remix. Huh? I thought uh, Koji did both. I guess not. Well, if, I, I almost now just want to play the two of them together and just see, but we can't because we're recording and yep. can't do copyrighted music without the author's prior written consent. Consent. Does it have to be written? Um, could it be a verbal consent? Well, I asked Johnny if we could use his theme over um, I am, and he said sure. That's technically written? Yeah, so I don't know if that will like hold up in a court of law if Johnny ever you know wants to sue us. Actually, I think it would. As okay. long as you could prove that it was him giving you permission. Well, I, I, I think it was either through Google Chat or... Um, yeah, it was probably through Google Chat. Yeah, well, you, you've expressed written consent then. Yeah. Speaking of Google Chat... Um, well, speaking of Google... Uh-oh. It actually, sounds like we're moving into topics. Yeah. Um, I didn't bring this up in the uh, topics, but um, curiously, uh, Google Plus only allows you to use your actual name. Cool. No nicknames... Pseudonames. No pseudonames. You have to use your actual first name and um, your last name and nothing else, which um, would be okay, you know, if you weren't um, somebody like uh, T.S. Eliot, Malcolm X, E.E. Cummings. All these people would not be able to use Google Plus because their names do not follow um, the guidelines for real names. Yeah, but... Wait, Malcolm X should be able to. What's the issue there? You can't use initials. You can't? Nope. Have you tried? According to their name policy, you cannot. Um, they will flag your uh, flag your profile and then uh, kick you out after four days if you don't change it. I'm sure there is a way to communicate to Google and say, look, this is my actual name. I will provide identification. I mean, think about someone like Mustin. True. Everybody knows him as Mustin. It's his legal name. <laughs> He has no last name. It is just Mustin. Oh, yeah, I remember. I, hell yeah. He sent us a photo of his driver's license. <laughs> it's Mustin. Uh, Mustin. Mustin. I think it's Mustin. Yeah. Of the one-ups, which are sadly not playing at PAX nope. that I saw. Proto-men are. Proto-men are. Proto-men are, in fact, playing at the after PAX party. I think Proto-men are basically throwing the after PAX party. At the Tap House? Uh, is it at the Tap House? I don't know. There's I'm so not many... going to be able to go, so I don't know. I'm okay. my flight's out uh, Sunday night again. Again, gotcha. I should really learn that I should stay till Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> you think after what is this five years I'd learn to stay till Monday? <laughs> well, you stayed until Monday the first two years because we drove CCST. Yeah, but yeah, not... no, I, I should come back so I can you know get everything together and. I might be having a going away party around then. I see. So, what also has happened with Google Plus? Yeah. Um, besides games. Nothing. Games, that's right. Without the social networking aspect. <laughs> but games on Google Plus. Because you didn't see that coming? No, I saw that coming. Okay, then what's the big deal? <laughs> like, this is not a surprise. But it's it games be. on Google Plus. Yes, yes it is. I, I still fail to see the, the issue or the surprise. <laughs> you are making me lose faith in you, Andy. No, no, I... You could see this coming from a mile away. It's just people... That was one of the main things people always said about... Switching from Google Plus to Facebook was, oh, hey, I don't have to worry about other all way. these stupid Facebook games. Other way. Other way? 
Facebook. switching from Facebook to Google Plus. Okay. Yeah, I, but it, from what I've seen, Google Plus, like, it, there will be games there, but they are not going to interface with the social network aspect. Um, <laughs> or you can see the latest game updates from your circles, browse the invites you've received, and check out games that people you know have already played recently. Well, then that sucks. <laughs> your game page is also where your game accomplishments will appear, so you can comfortably share your latest high score... Your circle will only see the updates when you. Uh, your circles will only see the updates when they're interested in playing games too. Okay, so you're still going to be that wonderful game spam, but you have to hunt it out. Anytime you want to play a game, then you get access to all of the. Somebody has just um, given you a horse. Or a chicken, or a City virtual of sheep. Wonder. Why does this look surprisingly like Civ World? Um, I don't know. I have not played any of these games, but they're all the some of the. Just go go to your Google Plus, click on the games, and it's like the first one that comes up is called City of Wonder. But then I have to go to Google. I don't even Google dot com slash no plus dot Google. Okay, plus dot Google dot com. It's the first time or I've been here. Or log into any Google page and hit the plus Andy that's going to show up in the upper left, or plus Anthony, I suppose. Yes, since I have to use my actual real name, Dragon Age Legends. That is a Facebook game. So where is this games at? It's the fourth, fifth option: home, photos, profile, circles, games. Ah, there it is. Zynga Poker. Angry Birds, Bejeweled Blitz Beta, and City of Wonder. Is that a Facebook game? Like, it looks like it has to be an actual Facebook game. Yeah. Crime City. (laughs) Oh, these are, like, really bad. If they aren't Facebook games, and some of them are, like, Zynga Poker, they're really bad ripoffs of Facebook games. Hey, people want their games, so. Games at Google Plus are social. Wow. Uh. Okay. Google Plus takes a step backwards. But some people think it's a step forwards. They're like, yay, games. Everybody else goes, no. Face palm. Oh, shoot, I forgot to put that one on there also. Um, it was a short clip. Somebody proposed to somebody at Comic-Con, which does not seem funny or interesting, except they did it right in front of Patrick Stewart. What? Yeah, I guess okay. he was at some booth doing signings or something like that. And so they proposed in front of him, and he goes to both of them and goes, engage. <laughs> Oh, that's that's beautiful. Which I, when you if it's like a whole minute build up, and so everybody's like, "Oh my god, this is the best video ever!" And I'm like, I can't hear the audio, I can't see the people, I don't know what's so great about it. And then the last five seconds, boom! Patrick Stewart engaged. Do you say engage or engaged? I couldn't tell, but still, it's close enough. <laughs> that's awesome! <laughs> wow. <sighs> Is that on our... I don't have a link for that. No, it, I forgot to put it on there as well. Well, go put it on there. Well, okay, I have to That's go... That's amusing as hell. But I have to go into Reddit to find it again. I, I wonder if the guy worked it out with Patrick Stewart beforehand, or if it was just like on the, you know, I'm going to go propose in front of Patrick Stewart. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have to go hunt this guy, and there's so much stuff on Reddit. Oh, fine. Go do it after the show. Uh, You'll probably forget. I think I found... Yep, here we go. I'll find... I found another link to it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, this is another public marriage proposal video taken at Comic-Con. Yes, the audio is difficult to hear, and for some reason, the person recording it held the phone upright. But it's short, and the last few seconds make it all worthwhile. Bingo. 
Okay. Found it. Post it. Apple is now the most valuable company in the world. Which I find hilarious that they're more valuable than um, a couple of the gas and oil companies. More valuable than... And to say more valuable, it's they have more cash on hand is really what it is. Well, it's their market value is what it is. Oh. So their value of their stocks and everything hand. else. and Yeah. Yeah. So whoop-dee-doo, it's overpriced and... <laughs> I, I, okay, I wasn't surprised. Okay, ExxonMobil, not surprising. PetroChina, not surprising. The Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, not surprising. Microsoft, IBM. Uh, but the one that's really surprising is Nestle. Nestle is on that list? Nestle is actually one of the top six companies in the world for market value. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. Good for Nestle. <laughs> it seems like chocolate and other food items are a big business. For- Evidently so. In Europe. Yeah. Because Nestle is not American, right? Yeah. It's French. Swedish? Swiss? Swiss? I... Nestle Wikipedia. Uh, Swiss, yes. Okay. Vervey's Switzerland, 1867. Today the company operates in 86 countries. Jeez, oh, Pete. So yeah, food, big business. Yeah. Apple. I guess, yeah, extremely overpriced. Very much so. Anyways. So, um, there's been talk, actually more of a uh, small murmur, uh, after Blizzard announced that Diablo 3... Ooh, ooh, tons of stuff here. Diablo 3, always online required. Diablo 3, money-based auction house. (laughs) Diablo 3... Really overweight fans writing YouTube videos complaining to Blizzard. (laughs) And I laugh my ass off. Which these people have to be connected online to find out this information. See, you're just going off the Penny Arcade comic. No, I'm going off the fact that people are posting videos on YouTube about this and complaining to blogs. Okay, which will be connected to the internet. Yeah, I can't play Diablo 3 on my phone. No. Although I could use my phone as an active internet connection to play Diablo 3, as demonstrated by driving from Madison to Milwaukee and playing WoW. Who was playing WoW? I was playing WoW. (sighs) Really, Andy, we, I mean, five years too late with the CC, or five years too early with the CCST. I know. (laughs) It's so different now. It, well, it was. That's why we stopped doing it, because it just seemed pointless. It was like, okay, we could get somebody with a phone access or connect between the cars. Now it's just, okay. <laughs> I was connecting my laptop to the phone in front of me in the, one of the cars. I think it was Johnny's phone or somebody else's phone, because they had a faster internet connection than mine. Yeah, like, I, my, when we went apartment hunting, my parents drove back to Milwaukee, and I was riding in the back of the car. I'm like, I wonder. I have a 3G connection. Set my phone to broadcast. Load up WoW. Hey, sure enough. I mean, I probably wouldn't go raiding with it, but it was enough to do some basic questing in Auction House. (laughs) God, it's five years too late. Do you remember these uh, Doritos that were corn-flavored? They're here. They're here? They're here. Oh, God. I saw a picture of that the other day. I was like, oh, that brings back memories of corn-flavored Doritos. Yeah, I've seen them here. They're basically just tortilla chips. I don't know if I want to spend two hundred two fifty for that small of a bag of tortilla chips. <laughs> when I can get tortilla chips for less. Yep. 
Oh, God. That's the one thing I wish I had a deep fryer for. To make your own tortilla? Yeah. You you don't need a, like, full-scale commercial deep fryer. You could just put oil in a pot. I know, but then I would have to put oil in a pot. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> well, with the deep fryer, it's all contained, and so I don't have to, you know, use new oil all the time. Yes, you do. You still want to drain it. I know, but... Unless you're going to have it on continuously for days at a time, you want to drain it. Maybe that was part of my problem last you time. You don't want to just leave... Oh, God, Andy. <laughs> no. After you use it, you re-bottle it. You take some cheesecloth, you take a strainer, and you take a funnel, and you re-bottle the oil. Hmm. You do not let it sit in the deep fryer. <laughs> so what's interesting about this um, Diablo 3... <laughs> was the fact that, according to them, DRM was not even a consideration when they decided to make it playable only yeah, while being I, online. I don't actually doubt that. I fully expect that was Blizzard's, uh, that it was Blizzard's decision, not Activision's, and that they didn't even think about DRM. They didn't think of it as, oh, this is a way for us to stop pirates. They just thought of it as a way of guaranteeing that there are no hacks, no dupes. Yeah, probably. Which basically means it's, it's security on the the game of the game side. It's it's uh, you can get a ton of information. And StarCraft required you to be online. Oh yeah, I just finished downloading the demo for StarCraft. I was going to try it out for StarCraft Two. Yeah. Oh, cool. See if we could review that next week. Sure. All right. There's some really cool use map setting games too. Well, I'm not allowed to touch those with the free trial demo. Yeah. Damn. All right. Sorry. Well, maybe, maybe you and I will run a game. Okay. And you can go watch YouTube videos of some of the use map setting games. Okay. So speaking of always being connected. Yeah. Um, there was a lightning um, attack that had to deal with clouds. Wait. Lightning attack with clouds. Are we talking about weather or computers? Both. There was a lightning strike that hit a transformer near their data center, causing an explosion and a fire that knocked out um, utility service and left it unable to start the generators at the data center, resulting in a total power outage of the Amazon cloud. Wow. So a lightning storm basically hit a cloud and took it out. Physical lightning hit the electronic cloud yep. and knocked it out. Yep. That's amusing. <laughs> This is what happens when we rely too much on... Um, Technology? Yeah. There was actually that whole stuff going on with the solar flares. Those three big, huge solar flares. I know the first one already passed. The second one, I think, was passing right now or before. And there was like a third one coming, and they don't know what it's going to do. But the uh, Department of Energy was warning people there might be like power outages because of these solar flares. That would be interesting. I don't know that I've ever seen a power outage caused by a solar flare. And well, part of me, you know, that, that deep recessed part that I dislike pulling out, but the, the conspiracy theory, Dave, tends to think that, eh, what bullshit. Well, <laughs> like, what the, a great cover story, because no one's going to be able to confirm or deny it. The uh, NOAA, U.S. NOAA, National Oceanic and uh -huh. Atmospheric Administration, said that these were the largest solar flares since 1859. Okay. And um, they, they... Again, they, who's going to, like, confirm this? I don't know how you would, because you need basically specialized telescopes to find these solar flares. Right. And most of those are just being run by the... By the government. Yeah. When was the Tunguska event? The what? Nothing. Huh? Uh, the 1908. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, the, t- the skinny. Was no, not Tuskegee, Andy. No, that's the airman. Yes, Tunguska. Tunguska, that's the big explosion with the trees flattening everywhere. Yeah. Which Assassin's Creed said was caused by Templars. Was that, which Assassin's Creed was that in? That was in Assassin's Creed 2. Okay. Because there was a big thing talking about um, power was getting shifted. Well, that was the first time you got to ta- uh, talk with, sub- well, not talk, but deal with all the Subject 17 stuff. Right. There's a whole fight, which is kind of interesting, like, watching some of the stuff, and then taking historical accuracy, historical information. And fucking with it. And, like, going, oh, yeah, there was this big fight between Tesla and Edison. We can do something with that. Which there actually was a big fight between yeah. Tesla and Edison. So, which, which one was the Templar for them? Was that Edison? Uh, Edison was the Templar. And Tesla was the assassin? Well, yeah, basically. Or he was just there. He was there trying to give free energy to everybody about wireless stuff, and then they brought, um, like, Edison and Firestone and uh, Henry Ford, who was a documented anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. And they're just using that as basically saying they were all Templars, and they were just weaving their whole tap. Oh. Yeah, it, it was very well done. Go play the game. <laughs> I already have. I beat them all. I want it more. Which okay. I have to, hey, new one's coming out, what, this year in November? I think so. Wow, there's a theory that the Tunguska event was a naturally occurring H-bomb. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That, a, a meteor which had a very high concentration of uh, deuterium, which is it's two neutrons with a single proton, so it's hydrogen, but heavy. Okay, so the heavy sort of water sort of stuff. No. Well, heavy water's the same way. It's water with an added neutron. Okay, possibly. Don't make me look this up and prove that I'm right. I don't know. You're, you've been kind of striking out all day. <sighs> heavy water. Is water highly enriched with hydrogen with isotope deuterium. deuterium. Okay. Deuterium. Du- du- whatever. Uh, it's an ipos- uh is that the hydrogen with an added neutron? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was close. No, you were pretty much right. Okay, see? <laughs> Moving <laughs> the on. The guy was close. No, you were right, but okay. <laughs> so I didn't know the actual scientific... Right. I didn't know the actual names for heavy hydrogen yeah, and such. that you were wrong about being right. Ah, whatever. I'm right, I'm wrong. The world still spins. Yeah, okay. Anyways, so you were saying solar flares since, like, the 1850s? Yeah, there was uh, documentation of people who worked, because basically the only form of communication at the time was still the telegram. Wireless had not started yet. And so people who were running the telegraphs were actually getting shocked all the time from the machines. <laughs> By their tele... Wow. Yeah, in, I don't know. If my power goes out, my power goes out. If your GPS doesn't work, oh my gosh, think of all the people who don't know how to read a map. See, that's that's nice. I know how to read a map, and that's one of the best skills I learned early on. I still rely on my GPS, though. Being able to read a map and then also being able to keep your internal bearings yep, to know which normal. way is which. That's also very important. <laughs> this is north. <laughs> A lot of taxicab geometry, too. Thinking, okay, I've gone six blocks north, four blocks east, five blocks south. How far am I away from my original position? Wait, say that again? Six blocks north, three blocks east, five blocks south. You're one block north, three blocks east. Yeah. Some people well, might. Well, assuming your blocks are all regular. <laughs> yeah. And that you actually have taxicab grids and not, like, Washington, D.C. spirals. God, that is so freaking confusing. Yeah. Also, I went to the, the Michigan Ave in um, D.C. Not really anything fun and exciting there. 
I well, see the thing with Michigan Ave is it's the road called Michigan Avenue is not a single continuous road. No, there's four. However, in Madison, I was at US 12. Well, yeah, because US 12 goes all the way out to like Portland, I think, and back to Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, we ever do <laughs> Gray's Harbor on the Pacific Ocean. Okay, so but it, so it, it's still amusing that I mean US twelve runs right near. No, it doesn't run near Kalamazoo, right? It swings way south. Yeah, okay. you're down near the Michigan. Yeah, Indiana border. By the time it gets here, I still can't believe you wanted to take Michigan Ave all the way to South Bend. I at some point want to take Michigan Ave all the way from Detroit to Chicago. Yeah, you're nuts. It would have been fine if there wasn't any bad construction. There's always construction. <laughs> no, there. What well, states does it go through? Michigan. And? Well, US-12 from, okay, so Indiana. And? Illinois. What three states have probably more road construction than most other states combined? Michigan, Illinois, and Indiana. Yeah. I wonder if that's true, actually, but it feels like it. <laughs> it definitely, definitely feels like it. What's really funny is you can just take 94 the whole way, and it basically follows... No, it splits. A little bit from Minneapolis-St. Paul all the way to Montana, no, but it hooks back up with 94 when 94 hooks up Michigan, with 90. It splits. U.S. 12? Yeah. With 94? Okay, so yeah, there's a couple of places. But well, it basically we just said by the time you get to Kalamazoo, U.S. 12 is down at the border. But I'm saying that U.S. 12 and 94, they split, but they still come back together at multiple yeah. points. They, they run together. Yeah. So, speaking of strikes... <laughs> Yes? Someone going on strike? Actually, yeah. Um, and they're still on strike. Who's on strike? 45,000 Verizon workers. Now, this is Verizon landline workers. So we're Why talking are the they f- on strike? Well, because Verizon's landline part of the business is dropping like a stone. Because yeah. who wants a this landline is, when you've got... This is not Verizon Wireless. This is no. Verizon Wired. Yes. So all of the, the, the Fios and that sort of stuff, and they're the Verizon-based TV, Fios-based TV. Yeah. Um, in Connecticut, California, Delaware, District of Columbia, Florida, Maryland, Massachusetts, a bunch of stuff in the uh, eastern seaboard and stuff. Um, their technicians and their customer service people are on strike. Okay. What do they expect to get from this? <laughs> uh, health care and pensions. Well, not to get their health care and pensions cut, kind of like the Wisconsin people who are... Going for the capital, saying they don't want their health care and pensions and all that fun stuff. Well, well no, no. no, Wisconsin were, was union. They didn't want to lose their union. Yeah. These guys don't want to lose their union rights. So 45,000 people are still on strike. And there's actually a big quarrel going on because both of them are going to the courts saying the other guys are uh, not negotiating fairly. I don't know what the heck that means, but I guess you can try to go to court if you're trying to negotiate somebody saying they're not negotiating in good taste. Uh, so, yeah, if you're up in the Mideast and you've got um, Verizon Fios, now would not be the good time to call them about um, a problem, because there wouldn't be anybody there to answer your phones. Dave? I'm here. <laughs> you just have no input in this one? I, well, I'm... On the one hand, awesome, good job striking. On the other hand, get the fuck out of the business! <laughs> it's, the, it's the way that the beef set up, is we've... Yes, I understand that Social Security is basically a pyramid scheme, yep. and that it is not feasible to keep going. Yep. But the other oh, thing is— I, Wait, 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 wait. By itself, it is not. Yes. You have to—it cannot pay for itself. No. But if you put other money into it, it's a very, very, very nice program. 
but it still is a major burden and a major cost issue for the United States government. Yes. People are saying there should be cuts to Social Security, which I agree that we need a serious problem with our budget. I don't know if Social Security is the thing that needs to be cut. No, but I'm still thinking (laughs) that there's a point where it's a system that needs to be fixed. But we've also already promised people yep. their dues. Yep. So going back saying, oh, I'm sorry, the stuff that we promised you isn't going to work, then I say, <laughs> the screw you. you already paid for. Yeah. Two sides of a coin, and you, I think you basically screwed. Somebody gets screwed either way. So Activision's getting sued again. Oh, what'd they do this time? Same thing they did last time. Remember when No Doubt and Courtney Love all sued Activision over their likenesses in Band Hero? Yeah. Well, Maroon 5, Adam Levine, uh, just added himself basically to the list. So according to Levine, he was not made aware that his character skin could be used throughout the game to be used in any by yes. any player at they any time. They don't read contracts? They don't have agents who read contracts? I, I don't know, because it seems the music industry is all about contracts. There's the... When they go on tour, they always have those things. It's like the um, the green jelly beans. Or not the green jelly beans, the green M&Ms. Which band was that? You lost me somewhere around jelly beans and M&M's. Well, when bands go on tour, they have basically rules set up of how they want their backstage set up. Like yeah. So many bottles of water, this, that, and right. the other thing. And some of them have gotten kind of elaborate, saying like, oh, I want like four Xboxes set up with four different TVs and a whole platter of this, that, and the other thing. I think there's one of them was like a rhesus monkey skeleton. Why? Well, the idea is that um, if... The venue is not reading the contract and not getting them their rhesus monkey, M&Ms, this, that, and the other thing. Then what else have they not read in the contract of what the band needs? Maybe this time they're like thinking, oh, the band needs some sort of safety equipment. The venue's not paying attention. So hearing musical groups basically saying that either A, their contract that they got was missing this very key point, or Mm -hmm. B, that they're not reading it, seems a little ridiculous. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have agents who read this shit. They have lawyers on hand. They cannot. I mean, this is a ridiculous lawsuit. Oh, wow. Firefox 6 comes out Tuesday. What? (laughs) That is crazy. Already Tuesday? Well, Firefox 7 is slated for next month. So they better get six out. (laughs) (laughs) So what else do we got on the list? Oh, we've got a really cool tech on the list. Okay, what is it? For graphics. So, traditional graphics are all done with polygons. So, cubes and spheres. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, you can't do a, you can't do curves. Polygon 2D. A polygon is a two-dimensional figure, Andy. Oh. You're thinking of polyhedra, which are three-dimensional figures made up by attaching many polygons. Okay. Which is how 3D graphics are done. So, to make they, they a use, cube, you, you would take use six squares and, and make up the six. Okay, six sides of a square. Each side is, is a polygon. Six sides of a cube. Yes. Each side is a polygon. And a cube is nice and easy because you can just get four squares. Now, if you want to do a six squares. Cube, six squares, thank you. <laughs> if you want to do a detailed cube, for instance, the companion cube, you could add more polygons. Well, the problem is your computer has to process each and every polygon. That's what graphics cards do. They're very, very, very good at it. But you still have, for all intents and purposes, a maximum number of polygons on the screen at any one time. Because after that, the computer just starts slowing down. 
So what these guys at uh, a company called Euclidean have done is they've done the other way. And if you've ever looked at Picasa, not Picasa, Photosynth, you've seen something like this with the point cloud. They have in, an atomic view of graphics as opposed to a polygonal view of graphics. And what? so they claim they can get infinite. They claim none of this has been proven. They have a very nice... YouTube video, but you know, it, it's still a claim. Uh, infinite detail. They made an island which is something like a kilometer square, and it's seamlessly zoomed from all the way out where you can see the entire island in the shape of their logo to grains of dirt. And at no point does it switch models. At no point does it use any of the tricks of uh, pre-rendering some of it or having a flat background. It just zooms the whole way down. Hmm. That's crazy. It allows things to look natural. It allows things to look just amazing. <laughs> if they can do this, if they can deliver and pull off what they claim they can pull off, they could sell a license for this technology for millions of dollars. Because this, it's a whole different way of looking at it. It's something completely different. You'd have photorealistic games. You'd have photorealistic games, but granted, A, I'd want to see them do this. Live. Yeah. <laughs> B, also see how much computer power they've got to use. Yep. And, but oh. they, they are claiming that they can run it on a, a medium system and that it does amazing things. Anyways, we put the link in the, the comments. Not the comments. Oh, that's a bad word. Uh, link in the sidebar. <laughs> that's a very bad word, Dave. Yeah, I, I need to remember not to say that word ever. Uh, we put a link in the sidebar, so check it out. It's really, 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 really cool if it works. Side note, those links that bands do for on tour is called a rider. Yes. I couldn't think of the name of it. Contract riders. Yeah. Oh, speaking of graphics, AMD. Are they still around? Yeah. They're ATI, aren't they? Oh, no. AMD bought ATI. Yeah. Okay. So, um, AMD bought ATI, which makes graphics cards, which, what's the main key with graphics, Dave? Frames per second? Well, when you're looking online at graphics cards, what's the, what are some of the stats that you see? Megabytes? Yes. On the head, on the nose. So, um, megabytes are used with RAM, yeah. which AMD is now selling RAM. Okay. This isn't surprising. I mean, it's a, AMD is a chip company. Yeah, which they make chips. What do not, you think RAM is? Well, okay, AMD is processors. Not anymore. Not once they bought ATI. So now they finally expanded. AMD Radeon RAM is now coming out. Okay. By the way, that was a really lame movement from one topic to the other. Graphics cards. Megabytes. RAM. AMD and ATI are graphics cards. Yeah, but it was still a lame transition. Uh, you can try the next one better. Uh, well, where are we going with the next one? Well, I, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> but it's um, most of these RAMs though are everybody thinks they're doing it just because they're trying to get rid of their old um, stock. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't actually be surprised. So in graphics cards, we've got a lot of extra parts. Hey, some of these we could probably just put in a RAM on a stick and call it RAM. Woo! Yeah. So you don't have a tablet? No, I do Sadness. not. Sadness. I have an Android tablet. I have a laptop and I have a phone. I don't need a tablet. With your phone, then. Okay. Oh, but you don't. This would. You know, this just doesn't apply to you in any way. You don't have a tablet. <laughs> oh. You don't have a USB host cable, and you don't have a Canon digital camera. 
great segue, Dave. This does I, not apply to you. Uh, I'm sorry. Who called this a segue? I didn't. <laughs> I never said this was a segue. I'm just moving to a new topic. Okay. A segue would be a smooth transition to a new topic. Gotcha. I'm just moving to a new topic. All right. So what is this new topic you are moving that to? That concerns you not in the least. Not whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, Canon digital SLRs can now be controlled through Android devices. Hey! With a $9 program off the Android market and a USB host cable unless you have an actual full-size USB, which is why I asked about the tablet, because my tablet has an actual USB full-size cable on it. Well, you can get USB cables that go from micro all the way up to full-size. Yeah, but the, the problem here isn't you don't want to go from micro to full-size. You want it to go from micro to mini. Okay. It, you have to get a special kind. It has to be, it's called a USB host cable. Well, what's so special about a USB host cable? Uh, it is wired so that it goes in properly. Because the if you think about your USB port on your on your phone, yes, that's designed not to be the host. That's designed to be hooked up to a host. Oh, so it's this is not plugging your phone into your camera. This is plugging your camera into your phone. Got it. So it's basically turning uh, my phone. Uh, okay, I get it. Okay, so you basically get full control of your Canon camera through your phone. Like How come they full control? You hook this up to a um, motorized panning and tilt system. Yeah. You make this wireless, and bam. You could use the accelerometer. Well, no, the thing is, you, you don't want it wireless. You don't want it wireless? Why not? Because you want the, the instant transmit speed of US, of a USB cable. Wireless, there's going to be lag. Ah, uh, true. A USB cable, there will be lag, but it will be measured in, like, milliseconds and nanoseconds. Rather than They're getting microseconds. a live view from the camera. To a tablet. Yeah. I like it. That way... You'd... Because you had the other Canons that had, or was it Nikons, that had the, the back screen of the uh, SLR camera that could pop out and t- uh, tilt and pivot and everything. Mm-hmm. Which, because if you're holding your camera above your head, you kind of can't see through the right. viewfinder. Yeah, so this, you don't even need to look through the viewfinder. You don't even need to look at the camera. You can put the camera wherever the hell you want it. And just look through. And look at your tablet. And you've yeah. got, you have control over the aperture. You have control over the shutter speed. You have control on the flash. You have control on the ISO. Everything you need. You can tell it to focus on different parts of the picture. They have a point and click. Not point and click. They have a touch to focus. You Crazy, they probably also do have a... It. You you hold and it'll say, okay, that's where you want to focus. And then you tap and it says, I'm focusing. And then you can, um, you point, it clicks, you take a picture? Uh, you just press a button. Okay, so it's basically point and click. Yeah. Well, click and click. Touch. Just touch. Click and clack. No, no, we are not the Tappet Brothers. Although I heard a really, really funny question this morning on Car Talk. What? Uh, how long can an engine run without oil? What did they say? Take damage? They laughed at the guy. They're like, what are you... So it turned out that the guy is bad at changing his oil. Oh. And he strips the the plug whenever he tries. And so oh. he, was, he was wondering, he'd come up with a scheme to drain his oil through the filter. And I said, well, that would work, but you, you can't get all the oil out. And he said, you can if you run the engine. Oh. <laughs> like, You're nuts. You're insane. Oh. That would be so bad for the car. Don't do it. This metal on metal contact, yeah, not good. You never buy used cars because you have no idea if someone's been an idiot like this. But new cars are so expensive. Yeah. Well, used cars, you run the risk of a guy deciding to... Uh, <laughs> Remove your cigarette lighter and putting crazy red lights inside your car? I suppose. 
Yeah, Why is that bad? That's on mine because you make your car look evil every time you turn it on. Okay. When you're driving around at night, the interior of your car is bathed in a red glow. Andy? I've covered them with duct tape. <laughs> Andy? Yeah? Go to the fuse box and pull out the fuse. Um, it's hooked up to the cigarette lighter, which is hooked up to a couple of other things as well. Well, I think it's hooked up to the cigarette lighter. I'm not sure. I haven't actually traced the wiring all back. <laughs> Go check. You know, if, if it really comes down to it, turn on the car and start pull pulling fuse, fuses. Put yeah. it back in. Pull out a fuse. Pull it back in. When you find the fuse that turns off the light, go look up what that fuse is actually connected to. I suppose. Chances are, it's connected to your cigarette lighter, and that's it. Oh. Uh. You have an 87? 83. 83? I yes. don't think the cigarette lighter is going to be hooked up into a lot more. Probably not. Especially since the number of electrical items in that car, I could count on my hand. Right. Like, really, you're going to just cover it? Just take care of it. Oh, there's so many other things I need to take care of with that car, too. Yeah, but this is an easy one that you could just check off the list. I need to... That's actually part of my things I need to do with that car. Make a list of things that need to be done with that car. (laughs) It's on my list of things to do. Make a list. Make a list? Good job. Yeah, I'm worried. My poor Camry doesn't seem to be doing so hot. I don't know how much longer it'll last. Well, what's the issue? Uh, nothing specific. It's just, it's getting older. So? I'm driving a 1983 car. Yes, but your 1983 car has a history of doing very well over long distances and living a long time. True. I have a Toyota Camry. Can we say planned obsolescence? Uh, I thought the Toyota had those commercials that were talking about how their cars had lasted forever. There are more Camrys on the road. Yeah. Yeah, that's because they sold a lot of Camrys. (laughs) has nothing to do with how well they perform. Okay, what else we have? Um, how are we doing on time? I well, you should that. probably hit start hitting some of these quickly. Um, since the stock market has been crazy, some of the retailers have been down. And it seems game sales actually have been the worst. Um, July U.S. retail sales lowest since October 2006. Recession proof my ass. Well, look at the top 10 games. NCAA Football 2012, okay. Cars 2, Call of Duty Black Ops, which is still Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, Just Dance, Major League so Baseball. So really what it is is nothing came out. Yes. That's it, surprising. That's the first month in a long time that nothing, or really I guess two months, that nothing's really come out. Yeah. It's, uh, besides NCAA Football. Yeah. Which I'm sure not only topped the list, but beat the shit out of everything else on the list. Which we don't know for sure because they don't list the actual Numbers. values anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I expect it, it obliterated everything else on the list. Well, most likely. Um, hacker uh, part of Anonymous, not all of Anonymous, which I don't know how you could have the uh, leadership of Anonymous. There is no leadership of Anonymous. That's well, the point of Anonymous. According to the leadership of Anonymous, is not actually all of Anonymous, just a small sect of Anonymous. But anyway, um, there's some yeah, anonymous. <laughs> Well, there's some group who uh, of Anonymous that vows to destroy Facebook on November 5th. You know what's going to happen? It's going to be really funny. Nothing's going to happen on the 5th of November? No, Facebook will go down for five seconds, and then they'll bring it back up. They're like, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we just rebooted. <laughs> I, I laughed when I first heard the day, because remember, remember the 5th of November? Why are we supposed to remember the 5th of November? Guy Fawkes Day, Guy Fawkes Masks, Anonymous. Okay. Remember V for Vendetta, the Guy Fawkes Never mask. saw V for Vendetta. You've not seen V for Vendetta? Nope. You are the reason why I watched that movie. How did I get you to watch V for Vendetta? 
when we were at the truck stop in Iowa, you were chatting with those two truckers over to the right while we were at the counter eating food, and yes. they had brought up V for Vendetta. The only and reason I, I was at that counter is because I was waiting for you to finish eating. And I probably said, oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, and he's talking about how you should see it, how it's great, social, this, that, social, that, yada, yada, yada. Okay. And you went and saw it. Yes, and you didn't? Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I didn't go see it. But I also have never watched Citizen Kane the whole way through. I've never watched Godfather the whole way through. Godfather 2 is better. But you have to watch Godfather first. I mean, come on, go to the mattresses, which you don't know about that. Or you've got mail, which you haven't seen, or Shop Around the Corner, which is based off of, but you haven't seen that either. That's right. What about My Fair Lady? Seen it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, more or less seen it. What do you mean, more or less? Seen I it? haven't like I never sat down and watched it start to end, but I've seen it. <sighs> I know it. This brings up something that I want to put on as a random topic, but we I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to do it. Topics. I know. So what's this topic that you want to bring up, Andy? Well, I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> bring it up. <laughs> well, at some point, um, like I was surprised. If, it's, it's kind of like a bucket list sort of thing, but for movies, well, nerds. A bucket geeks. list for nerds. For geeks. So like, oh, everybody says, oh, you have to go to PAX at least once. You have to go to Comic-Con at least so once. So then we, it, we don't want this as a random topic. What we want is like a wiki that we throw out that other people can come and add to. And we can discuss different and topics. In fact, and- thank you very much, Andy, because now I have a panel to present at PAX East. What should be on the gamer's bucket list? Yeah. Well, you know, they've got this, like, recurring panel of the top ten games, and it's this big deal about switching it around. I think you and I should put together a panel of a geek's bucket list, sponsored by RA Podcast and Epic Default, and we'll talk about what people throw on. We can even keep track of who's done what. Rank them, get them to move them around, that sort of stuff. Well, that comes after we've generated a, a huge list. And we say, okay, yeah. well, you know, what's more important? But, um, okay, so going back to V for Vendetta and uh, Guy Fox Day and everything else like that, I was trying to explain to Kate um, why Guy Fox Day and Guy Fox masks were such a big like symbol of anonymous so the Scientology just things people wearing the Guy Fox mask because of the movie this and the other thing she's like but it's Guy Fox didn't actually blow up parliament why are they picking him as the icon because they're idiots <laughs> I know his plan didn't work in fact I think it went quite badly for him <laughs> do not pick him as an icon <laughs> yep Speaking of Parliament, um, Parliament actually is thinking about um, banning social media from the UK. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, people are going to – you can't take away <laughs> – Yeah, it, it, it was part of the cause of these riots out in London, but it would cause way more riots if you tried to take it away. <laughs> and someone's going to realize that, and it's not going to pass. You can take away my computer, but you can never take away my Facebook! You're stopping right now. Have you seen all of that movie? No. (laughs) But that's the point. Like, I don't need to see all of it. I know what movie you're referencing. I know the setting. I know the surrounding details. Why do I need to sit through the entire movie? You just have to sit through. I know what Rosebud is. What the fuck do I care about the rest of the movie? Well, you just killed the whole movie. I did well, I'm sorry, did I say what Rosebud was? No, but I'm saying now that you've... It's kind of like the thing where I haven't seen Sixth Sense, but now I know basically the whole movie because everybody has talked about it. Did I at any point say what Rosebud was? No, I've been so saying... But, but, but when you sit down, you're not going to have the same experience of watching it without knowing the no, ending. No, no one would! Yeah. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Oh, He's also a whiny teenager. Oh yes. my god. 
Oh, no. And the Matrix sequels sucked balls. Wait, there were, se- there were sequels to the Matrix? Yes, Andy. I'm going to do that every <laughs> All right, we should... Okay, uh, review? Yeah, uh, games. Okay, our games. Yes, you picked Soul Calibur. Woohoo! Which I... I don't remember the first... I, what, what, Soul Calibur 2, I think, was the first one pick? I played. What, what did you pick? What is your game? Oh, my game is Stuntman. Okay, Stuntman. I don't know if I ever played Stuntman. It was first on the PS2. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I played Stuntman. That's actually what I had meant when I said Need for Speed was Stuntman. Well, there's still, there's, you could do chaining in Need for Speed Burnout. That was actually some of the only ways you could actually beat some of the later levels. Okay. I realize that I'm saying this in the past tense when it's actually going to be the future tense, because that's part of the PAX 10 episode. Which should be isn't next done week. yet. <laughs> yeah, it will be next week. So when I speak of Need for Speed, what I really mean is Stuntman. Which, still, it's kind of like that OC- The game is literally... Well, the first game, was the later levels, was built on... OCD. OCD. It's, you had to hit this point at this time, and do this stunt this point, and you gotta... Everything had to be perfect. Yep. I think it, there was... Um, the final level was... You would fail if you did not get 97% of the things done when they needed to be done. And included, um, at the very end, driving your car down a pier, and you had to time it with a plane that was taking off... So you had to hit the plane in midair. It was ridiculous. Yeah, not for me. By the way, I'm just realizing now, I think I have some of your games and they are packed up. What games do you have? I have your Assassin's Creed game. Oh, I have Assassin's Creed, the first one. The first one you do, but I have your Revelations, the new one. Ah, you probably... Oh, man, I haven't played that multiplayer in a while. I have your GTA 4 game. That one I still actually need to finish all this stuff. And it, yeah, it, it's packed up. So Dave, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Oh my god. So many hours spent on Soul Calibur. This was the first fighting game that I had really gotten into. I mean, I had always played Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, and I loved those, and they were good, and they were fun. Soul Calibur is the first one that I sat down and just started playing. And now, did you ever play Soul Edge or no? I did not play Soul Edge. Okay. And in fact, I don't think I played Soul Calibur itself. I played oh. Soul Calibur 2 and, and 3 and 4. And 5? Is there a 5 it's out yet? It's not out yet. Ah. Screenshots are out. <laughs> I will probably play 5. And in okay. fact, I will probably... Like, maybe that'll be my Christmas gift to you, is buying you Soul Calibur V, so that's secretly a gift for me, so that I'd have someone to play it with over and over and over and over with. But, in, in two words, Dave, well, three words, Assassin Roll Bomb. <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> No, it wasn't. So in Soul Calibur 3, one of the characters, one of the custom characters, had an attack that was, like, the only ranged attack in the game. And he had a bomb toss and a bomb roll. And I would sit there and just keep Andy on the other side of the screen for five minutes because he couldn't get close. So you, you, you eventually got some of the blocking pattern down. But still, it... But I'd just be like, roll, roll, toss, roll, toss, toss, roll, roll, toss. Once again, Dave, when you play a game... They're evil. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. This is why it's very dangerous. Andy, come on. You don't know that? No, I, what I would do to you in uh, railroads? In railroads, in StarCraft, in Risk. Railroads was what, probably one of the best examples where what I do to the computer and what I did to you. Like, what was it? You had this huge supply chain set up, and I came in and stole the final product. <laughs> 
Or I'd build a, a chain into yours just to screw with your timing. Oh. So, like, you have a, a railroad that goes there, it fills up with eight, and I just built, like, this really short chain of one guy going back and forth. Or you would go into the middle of my chain and steal all of that product to take it yep. somewhere else. Yep. You have this huge supply chain to, you know, it's, it's coal to steel to cars, and I'd come and I'd lift your steel. So now you've got this useless chain going from the steel to the cars. Evil. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of evilness and um, being... Uh, Sid Meier. Haha, there we go. Civ World! On Facebook, yes, we've actually got to it this week. We I forgot about play- it last week. Yeah, well, we, we play... Um, we've both played it. Yes. I am not a huge fan of it. it. It's got a taste of Civ when you're at your little thing, but most of the stuff with Civ World is just playing mini-games that have nothing to do yeah. With Civ. And, you know, I, I was super excited for it, and it just feels like a bit of a letdown. Yeah, we we were trying to get into the beta to see what this was I, as soon I as possible. I may hunt someone down from 2K when I'm at PAX and say, like, what, what happened? Because I was super excited, and I, I just, I'm not a huge fan of this. Where did the design go? Where, where did Civ go? This isn't Civ to me. This it, is... Facebook. It's... I was really excited to play Civ. Like, their time would have been better spent taking Civ 2 and turning it multiplayer. Oh, that would have been nice. Mm, yeah, it... Because it, it, you're building a little Civ city, and... Uh, yeah, not a fan. It's like puzzles and mazes and... Then again, a... I wasn't a huge fan of, of Civ Revolution either. See, I never actually played that. But it's... Mm. It, I see Civ World, and I don't see Civ. Yeah, I'm worried that Civ has peaked. With five? Well, with four. Five is good, don't get me wrong. (sighs) I still like five. And have you gotten better at it? I have gotten better at five. Okay. I still like five, but I I think four might have been better. Yeah, I I, liked four a lot better. Granted, I would not play you in four because you have four down pat. (laughs) Well, uh, Beyond the Sword changed things a little bit. It it made it far more fair, and it made my means a little less effective. But still, yeah, if you had it... I'd rather play. I was pretty good at it. I'd rather play Civ Five rather than Civ World. Yeah, it's not Civ. No matter no matter what, it's it's not Civ. No, it's it's. There's okay. like a, there's a game here which is basically Pipe Dream where you have to rearrange the roads and it's, it's not Civ. That's yeah, it's Pipe not Dream. Civ. So, anyways, mm. yeah, I mean it. It's still worth checking out. Some people enjoy it and. Neither Andy nor myself got to really play with friends. Yeah, so and it might, might be a little a bit better. Huge difference, but I don't see it making that big a difference. Yeah, There's, there isn't enough interaction because it can't because it's Facebook. So it it, it kind of has to be asynchronous, not at the same time, Andy. Yeah, I know. I just okay. I'm ugh. just making sure. I I know what asynchronous is for goodness sakes. I knew what heavy water was. Yes, but you were wrong about knowing them. <laughs> Like, so I was close. No, you were right. <sighs> so, random topic? Sure. What is the most damage that a computer virus has wrought upon your system? One of your computers is the actual... Book. Oh, c- come on. For an hour and a half from hearing what it was? Hour and 15 minutes. But okay, we'll give you, I'll give you an hour 20, maybe. Okay. Not bad. So what um, is the worst damage that a virus has wrought to one of your computers? To my my personal computer, yeah, uh, it has exposed account information. 
Ooh, I, I'm pretty sure that's how my WoW account was hacked. Might have been how mine was hacked as well, but I'm not sure. Like, most of the problems I've had with computers has all been hardware-related. Right. Like, failing hard drives, failing motherboards, failing graphics cards. And, I, I mean, most of my stuff on my computer, if I get a virus, I just wipe the damn computer. I used to wipe mine, what, every six months? Yeah. So, really, I, I play it pretty safe. Viruses haven't done a lot. Uh, I have seen other people lose a ton of data because of viruses. Yeah, which I don't understand how the people can... Oh, no, there was there was the one family of virus about two years ago that was like Windows anti-whatever virus. And it was incredibly destructive because it hooked itself into explorer.exe. Oh, that's just an evil place to get put. So it, and it rewrote uh, parts of the registry. You couldn't launch exe files without I, calling the virus. I think I actually had to fix somebody's... There's a couple of laptops I fixed the past couple yeah. of years from different people, and I think one of them had that. Yeah, so like... Anytime you try to launch a program, the virus launches. Yeah, I had to, if I remember correctly, I had to boot into safe mode in order to get stuff to work. Yeah, there are some new families of viruses out there that actually prevent you from booting into safe mode. What? Yeah. How can they prevent you from booting I don't booting know, but they they are pretty nasty little pieces of work. That, and they that, will prevent you from booting into safe mode. Like, that's getting into, like... BIOS viruses, which... Yeah. No, no, safe mode isn't BIOS. Safe mode is Windows. But you're almost getting to the point of getting into a BIOS virus. Yeah, well, that would just be bad. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't had really any virus issues. Mine has all... All my computer issues have been hardware related. on wood. <laughs> As I look to see if SpyBot has been Yeah, updated. like, I have Windows Explorer, Windows Defender up, right? This is... Yeah, what do you use for antivirus? Uh, on my desktop, I've got AVG. On my okay. laptop, I'm trying just the Windows Security Essentials. Yeah, that's what I've got. I've wanted to see how that runs. I haven't had any issues with it. Yep. It's caught a couple of things, a uh, couple of them which were not viruses. Woo, um, false positives. Thank you, false positive key gens. Just saying. Yeah. What are you key genning, Andy? Nothing, Dave. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I didn't say anything about snakes. He's... <laughs> Um, That's a How I Met Your Mother reference. Do you watch that? No, Have I you don't. seen that? <laughs> no. Okay, Dave, I want to propose something. You're married, Andy. I said propose something, not to okay. propose. Speaking of proposals, congratulations, Mr. Aaron Hansowitz. Yes, and the soon-to-be future Mrs. Aaron Hansowitz. Yes, because I actually got the... He's not on the... <laughs> Kay was all excited that Hans is on the podcast, but he's not. We should get him on he's the podcast not. at some point. Yeah, it would be fun. But uh, he was the one who actually uh, gave us this random topic, which... Yeah, so he... You know, we, we've known Aaron since he moved into the area. Seventh grade? Seventh grade, I think so. Uh, sixth grade, something, somewhere Mr. in Wesley's there. Mr. class, whichever yeah. it was. That was probably sixth grade. And, yeah, I mean, he... No, it had to be seventh. Because Rachel was in sixth, and then she jumped a grade into our grade. Oh, yeah, because she was my lab partner in Mr... McNutt Fisk. Cobb. Cobb. Science teacher in eighth grade. I don't know. I didn't have him. Yeah. But anyways, congratulations to Aaron and Colette. That's really awesome. Turns out, um, around their wedding, there's some sort of festival up there, which will have spam carving. Okay, Do, is, is there a date? We probably shouldn't say this on the podcast. I don't remember, but there's spam carving somewhere. Okay. Spam carving. That sounds like a great sport. Oh, yeah. There was a long discussion with Hans about that. But, okay, my proposal to you was I make you sit down and watch something. You make me sit down and watch something. Oh, God. I, I don't know. Kind of swapping. I don't know. We'll see. 
What, what, what would be well, bad about that? I, well, because I, I don't like sitting and watching movies. I don't like dedicating my time to a lot of movies. <laughs> there are some movies where I'm, I'm content to sit and watch it. They're really good. Other movies, it, it's, if I'm watching it, like if I'm just browsing it, or especially if I'm sick, that's one thing. But there's other things I'd rather do with my time. What happens if I say that it's a good movie, then you would enjoy it? Then I may may look at it. And if, but if you sit down, and then I will give you rain to let make me sit down and watch something. I don't know, some sort of anime. You've ghost seen them all. <laughs> I haven't seen them all. Some sort of Ghost in the Shell, some sort of Afro Samurai or something. You probably haven't seen either of those, have you? I actually have seen both of them. Okay. But that, that is my proposition. Meld on that one. And also the uh, bucket list. Meld on that or mull on that? Mull. Okay. By I was, the way, I was at, actually touching my head and was kind of maybe doing like a mind meld. No. At uh, Quality 16, the Goodrich Theater, yeah. they had an ad for Rift Tracks. I know. On Wednesday. Jack and the uh, Jack and the Giant or Jack and the Beanstalk or something? Jack and the Giant Killer. Yes. Yeah, we're going to go see that at 8 on Wednesday. Nice. I'm just amused that it's, it's broken into theaters. Anyways. This is actually the third time, I think the fourth time they've gone to the theaters. Anyways, we, we should probably cut this out and sign off. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Ending recording. End of line. Do you know what that's from? Yes. Yes, Good. I do.